Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Wow, it's been two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said one month on the Discord, but you know, you gotta, you know, we we, we do double the effort around here, you know. We've been super Don't, fucking busy. Oh wait, we've I swore been in the first so 10 seconds. busy. Well, we're not on YouTube anymore, so that's perfectly oh. fine. Oh, we're on podcasts. I did say a while ago, like, it just kind of bunch bungles up the, uh, what is it? Well, how did I describe it? I was saying, like, oh, uploading all that, it just sort of, like, takes up space and people... Yeah, because YouTube is so, YouTube is so weird because they have, they, they separate live streams and shorts now, but mm. they won't separate the freaking podcasts. It's, well, it's, the issue is that they don't have a separate, like, they, they don't let you categorize your videos or anything like that. Yeah, so, and, well, here's the thing. They will let you manually. They'll even do it themselves. They sense a podcast. Yeah. They can do it automatically and manually, but they wow. still won't separate. It's it's just, it's just so strange. I, I mean, that's why so guys. many YouTubers have, like, separate channels for multiple things now. Exactly. Yeah, which is kind um, of annoying that, like, you know, you don't have just a sole area for all the content that you're making. Right. But anyways, yeah. Val, it's been two months. How it have you been? been? <laughs> I have been pretty busy and trying to just sort things out. I've, like, been moving things around, got a new setup going on for, like, streaming, recording. I really miss Logic just because of the interface on, like, editing and whatnot. But in terms of recording and the speed of which my, like, like, I've got a pretty... Fr- I don't think I've told you how beefy my computer is. I know it's not top of the line anymore, but I have, like, a NVIDIA 2070 Super graphics card and all that stuff. Like, it's a fucking workhorse. And yeah, mine too. I- my, my computer's way too strong for what I do. Like, mm-hmm. So, I, I've just been, like, dealing with this, like, pretty mediocre Mac... Uh, whatever and uh i i just finally had enough of it because this just streamlines all of my work so much better yeah and like, then obviously it, it, been... it is a pebble i still prefer a mac like just because of its mm. ui i love a Mac's ui i, no, same, I same. like how I've it been... will never break down i have my laptop in front of me right now i've had this laptop for 12 going on 13 years now and i bet it runs better than most pcs no um, i agree with but you they're just that. not str- they're just not strong enough they don't handle certain apps as well as a PC does, and that's just I got an all there is iMac, to it. I got an iMac 2019, I think, in 2020, is what I did. Because I was just sitting on, like, some fucking stacks of voice acting money at the time when, like, I first... When, when obviously, the pandemic hit and everything, and uh, everyone was inside. Like, I was just getting loads of freaking The playing work, field so was I, even. Oh, yeah. You know, the yeah, good old yeah, yeah. days. Yeah, so I upgraded my system, and I just invested in myself, really. You know, I got the booth, the iMac and stuff. But the iMac, it just didn't keep up. Like, it was chugging really badly. Maybe I overloaded it with all the stuff I was doing on it, but um, it, it, it just wasn't cutting the fucking bread, I guess, at that point. Yes, but no. um, what else have I been doing? I recorded for some anime... Uh, also check out uh what's it called lovely complex it is now out i believe that uh, discotech some... yeah 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 i do some walla for that um and there'll be another thing that i'm in soon with a named character actually uh tell me what you think if i when whenever i tell you what that is because ndas and all that crap oh, of um course. but yeah but lovely complex i heard brendan then we're working on that for like almost three fucking years uh i because it was it was, a, it was a full series, right? They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done the whole thing, I believe. I recorded for it, maybe last year or the year before, you know. 
Yeah, like I said, it was a long process. It was just him and I think it was Marissa Lenti. Mm-hmm, that's right. Because yeah, otherwise, I mean, why, why would you be there, right? <laughs> she wasn't vouching for you. True. Uh, um, she does usually pull me in on things. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've said, I'm not, the, the second verse, same as the first, anyone wonder what I've been up to, it was the house, and I know y'all are sick and tired of me talking about the house, so, we're not gonna talk have. about it, just the, <laughs> yeah, just the, just the update is, I'm in it now, it's nice and cozy, I love it, the office is still gonna be a work in progress, mm. um, because we're just so rented out, and it went, went over budget, but that happens, like, basically our contractor told us, we got, we, like, we, we, we got a steal on our contractors, we got fucked in materials, because inflation. Um, mm. but we're, we're here. We love it. We're actually having difficulties getting out of the freaking house because it's so cozy. Like, <laughs> it's so hard to get out when you, when you, when you, when you finally own just a beautiful little place to yourself. But, uh, <laughs> that's all I wanted to say because I know y'all are tired of hearing it and I speak from a place of privilege having a house in such a difficult freaking market. So that's all I have left to say on that. Just guys, I'm in it and I am so grateful to have a line of work that I get to do what I love to do and I get to live in a home. Like... Uh, it's it's nice, but otherwise what else have I been up to? I mean, I've been getting back to work um, Recordings 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 and more recordings and uh, and a nice sponsorship deal Which actually I'm gonna say right now. Uh, thank you figurama collectors um, They're really stepping up to play for us making up for a lot of lost funds during this reno moving period and they're like yo You got a video we will help you budget it and uh, we said here you go, and they said, here, like, we'll give you the money for this video, it's gonna be Jump Force Abridged, which is, um, at the time that you guys are hearing this episode, it will be out on YouTube. Sorry to disappoint y'all, I know it's not the version that you guys wanted, but we had to canonize the big Joyride Abridged multiverse somehow. And that was the only way we could afford to, but Figurama's helped get it out there, because people were like, whoa, with the sponsorship money, how, why did it only turn out like that? Well, I've been working on this video since, like, February of this year. It's been like the night project. Like, there's, there, it had zero budget. It was all on me. Um, besides the, recording the actors. And it was like a little thing I would just kind of pick at for the past year. And then, like, in the past, like, three days, uh, Figurama Collectors stepped up and went, Hey, we like this idea you got. Can we slap an ad on it and get you the rest of the way and get this done by the end of October? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I went from little tiny little bits of editing throughout the entire year to crunching in three days so i'm still a little bit buzzed from that but i'm feeling good because again it's nice to now finally live where i work it's its own little special slice of hell but it's nice to shave some time off my commute and also when i'm done working walk out the door and already be home that's always very nice i guess there is more things to talk about with the house but um but but, but anyways with figure rubber collectors all i wanted to say guys is we worked so hard to net that deal because I will, for every deal like that, I will turn down 20 sponsors just because I know they do not fit the channel and I know you guys would absolutely hate them and it'd be completely irrelevant to our audience. So the fact that we not, we didn't just net figure out my collectors, we got Spy X Family official merchandise that's now being promoted through Joya Entertainment. So if you guys are actually interested in that, the link will be in the description. It's figurama-collectors.com. Uh, get yourself on the wish list. It'll be available for pre-order on October 28th, uh, 11 p.m. Japan time. So by the time you wake up on the 28th, you're already going to have access to it. But you're going to have to grab it. If you really want it, you're going to have to grab them fast because they go fast. 
But the most important detail is if you guys use the discount code LRSXF, LRSXF, wow, tongue twister. I'm having a, I'm having say, a whole day. What's going on with you? I'm having a, I'm having a stroke. LRSXF. There we go. We got it. I guess I'll uh, stop the recording and just no. Let you can keep, take no, its keep recording. Keep recording. Keep recording. You... I want you. I want your recorded witness. For yeah, content. but but you didn't turn off your recording, did you? No, of course not. I'm making a joke that I should turn off Please my recording don't. and let the stroke take Please you. Please don't. I don't need more work this week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, use that code. Get thirty-five dollars off your purchase of the Spikes Family Elite Figumi's bundle. Again. I don't like to push stuff unless I know you guys will love it. And when they, because we we found out about this early before it was on the market, and we were like, oh wow, these things are cool. And uh, and the funny thing is, uh, I won't I won't get I, I I'm still under NDAs about the contract about some things, but like yeah, we saw it early. We thought it was the coolest thing ever, and we wanted you guys to have a sweet deal if you wanted it. So if you wanted not, if you don't want it. Just know that I worked really hard to curate such a deal. I, I would never push something on our audience that they would not like. And that's all I wanted to say on that. Because otherwise, the last time we had a sponsor this big, like, cause there's always been like Coke and Tostitos and those are like joke ads. Like those guys are asleep at the wheel. There's no specific instructions. It's not a channel-wide sponsorship. Um, but the last time we had a channel-wide sponsorship, I think it was Kaioken Clothing. That's where we had, like, the Bakugo shirt and the, all the Dragon Ball stuff. That was really cool. So it's been a long time since, like, we had something that was so cool and so relevant to you guys. And I, I'm, very, I'm very proud of that ad. I'm very proud of that deal. And I'm very proud of Jump Force Abridged, despite the fact that, you know... I, I, I always wanted something more ambitious, something that was actually a traditional show... Um, but we could just, we just could never get there, and I, I'm tired of telling these abridged stories with my hands tied behind my back, because there's so much lore and things that happen in that, that if you've watched it by now, you understand why things are happening Spikes Family Abridged now. Now you kind of get, you get a little bit idea of what's going on now, and that kind of makes things a little bit more fun. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I just want to bring that up because that's been, like, my obsession for the past, like, full week. It's, it, it's been all year, but really heavy on this past week it's been like nothing but jfa 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 but now i gotta get back to the stuff y'all really want um there's a spikes family of bridge in the works it's almost done as well as some more my hero projects and specifically my hero is what i am recording for um but otherwise yeah that's i mean that's just that's it house and work that's all i got going right now but um, i'm hoping in the next like couple weeks or so um I'm hoping I might see some of our fans at uh, Yomacon in Detroit. I'm, I'm, I'm now officially going to be there. Not as an official guest, but I am going to be there with the uh, the schmucks and Something Witty and Roland Nolan. The Abridge Alliance whole bunch. We're trying to turn into the Abridge's capital like SoccerCon used to be before the, uh, the pandemic. We're trying to find a new home base, and I hope that is it for folks. Because, um, my gosh, Abridging needs to... Uh, we, need to get, we need to get back together again, folks. Because uh, we will we will die we will die alone, but I think we can grow together. But otherwise, yeah, that's it. That's it for me, Val. It's, it was house work, hey, and we've got Yomacon coming up, and hey, I'm very Ivan. excited for that. What's up? Tell everyone about the end of Fabricant 100. Okay, that's Lord the knows no one that, checked it out themselves. I was gonna say, yeah, I think that's the next thing to now. Now let's catch up with all the manga Everything. stuff. Everything. So much, much happened while we were away, uh, and we'll start with. I, I was angry at one point. I was like, of course, I'm too busy to fucking talk about this stuff with Ivan. 
Yeah, but I want to talk about um, not just February 100. Do retry a series that I knew was born to die, but like, what a very dignified way to go out. Both of them, February 100 and Do Retry, very dignified exits. I'm very happy, and I hope to see these guys again. Even though Bone Collector Guy will just make more nonsense, but he gets better every time. I mean, historically, so maybe the next one's the big hit, like uh, we hope for the Ron the Ron guy. Uh, but yeah, but Fabricant 100. He should just um, bring back Golem Hearts. We've said it a million times. Fabricant 100 basically, like, knew its time was up, and so was very meticulous of how it ended. Um, mm. But it still felt like it was too soon. It felt like there was still much more time we wanted to spend with Fabricant 100 and Ashibi. Um, but it just it just never clicked with the audience, um, with the Jap Japanese audience. I, we've, we've said this a million times before. Uh, high fantasy, non-Japanese-related high fantasy is such a tough sell for the Japanese market because um, they just don't, they, they, that's just something that just does not appeal to them very much. Um, Western, I should say, uh, let's be honest, not high fantasy, specifically Western inspired high fantasy. Um, I was having a discussion some the other day, we were talking about Attack on Titan uh, coming back um, very soon. What do you mean? For, oh, I'm, hoping it, I'm hoping it's finally fucking over, but it probably uh, it's, be. it's over. It's got the picture of the fucking tree. It's gonna be over. They'll find a way. They'll find a way to drag it out even more. But but the funny thing is, is I've talked about how I'm so tired of this. Um, recently, a lot of folks went over to Japan for the Pokemon Championship. So we had a lot of Americans out west, and I have a couple contacts out there that were talking about it. And I asked, how do they feel about, I, like, I know for certain One Piece was going wild. And I said, yeah, there was like a big One Piece event there. It's One Piece Day every day in Japan. Mm -hmm. But I said, how are they feeling about this, um, this uh, Attack on Titan coming up? And they said, no one gives a fuck about Attack on Titan in Japan. And I went, damn fucking right they don't. Oh my God. It, 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 Mappa shot themselves on the foot with this one. Like, I mean, maybe the Western money's enough, but I've never seen Japan really take Western insight seriously unless it's a full-on phenomenon like, you know, Dragon Ball or My Academia or something else that I'm about to bring up during this interim that we had. I want to save that for later. Um, but yeah. No love for Attack on Titan. I actually, I, I joked that they're, they're never gonna let this end. Val, I, I firmly agree with you that I bet they wanted to go one more, but I think they're gonna wrap it up right now because no one gives a fuck. This is gonna be the most I... quiet exit ever. For a, again, I, and I should mention, Attack on Titan is an old timer. It's a mm -hmm. great fucking story. Mapper, I just really don't like some of its the themes. And there's a million podcast episodes you can go back to where I talk shit about the theming and the ideas of Attack on Titan, and I don't like its ending um, because of that. But um, I mean, I mean, Attack on Titan will be big for the Westerners. If they even remember, because the marketing's a nightmare. Speaking of which, uh... Look, in Japan, they've had, like, two years to, like, look at the ending whenever the fuck they please. Well, I mean, like, in it, the it, States it, also, the manga's, the manga's been out in the States, too. Like, we yeah, all exactly. have the ending. Oh, yeah, but so many people don't actually read manga in the States, or the West, even. Yeah, but still, considering like, how big manga, is, manga does well. Like it's it's kicking the comic book industry's ass and everything. Oh, I mean, Val, it's kicking literature's ass. Like if you if you were to put up the sales for just books right now mm -hmm. in the U.S., Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, Spike's Family, they sell more than fucking Stephen King and shit right now. <laughs> it's That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, One Piece is the is now historically the most popular piece of fiction ever written now. 
Uh, we, hmm. I think we discussed that last episode or the one before. I, I think um, it's just something that we've brought up like many fucking times. Yeah. But going back to Western fantasy, Western inspired fantasy, you get Fabric 100 struggling. Icehead Gill at the time of recording still is about going. to end. Icehead it's about Gil to end. It's, it's about, about to, to end. fucking end. Now he's face to face with his father. The it's big done. bad has literally opened up the gates of hell. You There's... are literally describing the end of Do Retry right now. <laughs> Same shit. Same shit. You're lying to me. No, that's impossible. Why? Um, yeah, and I, I've discussed this with Stina, because Stina's very Stina and I are very fond of the new crop that's come in the in um that, that that's supplanting these series that are ending right now. Um yeah. Kagurabachi and uh Two on Ice specifically. We'll we'll hmm. get to we'll get to those very soon. Um But yeah, do retry. He, fa he found his father, which was supposed to be the end game. He found him. He fought him. It was uh, thematically about despair and giving up and retrying. Do retry. Try again. Always try again. But then he gets a 19. You know what they ask these things at 18? They mm -hmm. gave this guy a chapter 19. And I'm like, okay, was this a pity chapter? But it's very sweet. It takes place in the future. They talk about the main character. He just died. They're at his funeral and inspires his grandson or great-grandson to follow his dreams and even though he fucking sucks at it and he's making well, some you know mistakes what, that, that he's that gonna keep working already... at and you could tell it's an allegory for his own career as a manga cut and how lucky he got to be on Shonen Jump even though he keeps tripping and falling on his ass well, he's sounds... like no 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 I, I, but it's very sweet I hate to always bring it up but it, it sounds more dignified and like it has more balls than say Hunter Red Hood yeah, no, exactly. Like, I, now that all these other series are canceling, I'm actually getting very mad at the ending of Red Hood. Like, I mean, I was mad at Jim for canceling it, but yeah, we've already, we already, we already joked on the guy for how fucking much of a temper tantrum his ending clearly was. But you're looking at how Do Retry and Fabric 100 is having these very classy, dignified endings, and they're doing their best to kind of wrap up the story and mm. to like, and really like be think. Like, you can feel the gratitude. In the storytelling at the end, look. Uh, here's and, the thing. And with Red thing. Hood, I, it was like a big middle finger. I, you know, what I get, I get flashes too whenever I think of the ending of Hunter Red Hood. Yeah. I think of the end of Joy Quest of the first fucking thing where we because uh, I I brought me and Freddie were talking about that in person because Freddie Hines actually visited me in the UK. Are you talking very about recently. campaign one or campaign two? Campaign one. Okay. Where it went very fourth wall break, and we all just went what? And he was oh, like, what? Yeah. And, and, and really in the end, weird. he said, what did you think? We all just went, we had a fucking great time, Freddy, but the fourth wall break was too much. And like, and like, he, like, he, like, suddenly, like, suddenly, yeah, very meta. Like, it was, like, really, I love campaign one. I'm never gonna Same. fucking uh, ever speak ill of Joy Quest. Mm -hmm. even no, though, I, I, even though, Even though, infamously, we still to this day will not talk about what happened in campaign two. <laughs> no, no. But, but every now and then, I'll still go, hey, Ivan, have you thought, production. but every now and then, I'll be like, Ivan, have you thought about starting up another Joy Quest campaign or something like oh, that? Every, like, every old, every diehard Joy Ride fan that I meet or talk to says, is there gonna be another Joy Quest? And I go, you gotta speak to Freddie Hines, because I, 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 I mean, we almost so we play a private. Um, we've discussed, we've had D and D episodes at this podcast where we have a private D and D campaign, and we've discussed bringing that public. But the problem is that we are so deep into now. Even in the in the early days, um, there was such a purity to it. Like, I, I had never played D and D without without an audience. Mm. And I, this is the first time I've played D&D &D without an audience, and there's a purity to it that you don't have people's expectations and you're not performing for, for a mainstream people and you're trying to please people. 
mm. and really, and it's just, you, you can be a little bit more risky, you can trip on your face and do some dumb shit, and it's fine, because no one's gonna hound you in the comments, and people aren't gonna say shitty things about your characters or other people's characters, the way they interact, but like, I, 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 I've been enjoying D&D &D privately too much to go back, but that being said, if Freddie Hines ever DM'd me and said, hey, I want to do the Joy Quest, you bet your ass I'd be there. I, I fucking would do it. I'd love but, to do it, but... But Freddy but. is just so busy, and and even if he said... And even if Freddy did text me right now and go, hey, I want to do the Joy Quest, I would tell him, come back in a year. Because because that was the mistake with Campaign 2. Mm. Was that The we, final episode, we, we literally it. had to we, wrap it up that week or Freddy wouldn't be able to do it. We were, I mean, not only that, but I mean, we, that entire campaign was rushed. None of that was ever finished. Nothing. Mm. He was doing that day of. And, it, and you could tell it was a nightmare mm. um but yeah we are so off tangent but yeah but uh but, but one thing i mentioned is i'm under it, it, nda it, it, right it, now it's it, we're easing back in we can talk about whatever the fuck we want we'll, we'll yeah, get exactly and that's what we're doing and that's what Joycast is really gonna be pretty from much. now on is because we because part of the reason why we were gone for two months is we were kind of feeling the uh we were feeling the rut a bit and I so we decided busy. We what are you back. talking about you're tired of me you're sick of me babe? I'm not tired. no i'm not tired of you i'm just like i'm tired of talking about do retry but thankfully they all fucking <laughs> died uh we'll, we'll get back to it in a sec here but what i just want to say is i'm under nda right now but those who are missing little hints of joy quest it, it's not DD, but there's definitely a tabletop game coming it's not produced by joyride it's gonna be for another channel but if things go to plan and i hope they do it's things are sounding good you're you're gonna see some kind of echo of that somewhere in the future it's 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 no one we've worked with before this is a whole new crew um, but we might be back in the future with a whole different game and, um, and a particular anime you guys like. It's very much themed around that, so. My Hero Academia. Shut up. Um, so. It's My Hero Academia. They've been streaming the Battle Royale. Uh, we have been streaming. That's another thing we should talk about. How is that? Because you've been playing that more than I expected. I mean, this week I haven't. Now that I'm back to work, I have not had any time. But mm -hmm. um, I got to We, me, Stina, and Ivan Man specifically, the voice I of All for guy. One. Oh, we have been addicted to My Hero Academia Ultra Rumble. So you briefly mentioned this in a podcast episode way mm -hmm. back. I remember you Easter. immediately it was, dismissing it. Was it was a Summer Games announcement, and I said, that looks like fucking garbage. You That'll never like last. Poo. It'll be up for one week. And by God, I think Namco thought the same thing. Because this game came out, and the UI is trash. The servers are trash. The, game, the players are trash. But my God, it's the funnest piece of garbage I've ever played in. Oh my gosh. So imagine, like, I don't like Battle Royale. So I'm, I'm starting to realize, it's not that I hate Battle Royales. I hate first-person shooters because I got so burnt out on them in college. Hmm. Um, my hero game Ultra Rumble is okay. Take a battle royale. It's bare bones. It's simple as fuck. Nothing is really happening. You, the, all your fun is purely on the gameplay. The gameplay is fucking tight. It's got a great little trading card level up system. Mm. And the special moves are really cool and wacky. If you're Mount Lady, you literally get to become a giant and stomp around the fucking battlefield. And also be a giant target for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, that, that's the pay. That's the trade-off for it. And oh, yeah, like, that and stuff's like, good. And like Bakugo, I mean, he just has a dash. But then you start to realize like how important... But then you realize that when you can better the game... Like how these characters do in the show, how they tend to like situationally change the way they use their powers. You start to play with Bakugo and you start to realize, no, Bakugo doesn't have a dash. Bakugo can fucking fly. 
<laughs> if you know how to do it right. And and um, Deku's got the freaking whip. Uh, you can carry. Some people carry people. It's just like you all. They're really having fun with these powers and doing wacky things. And it's broken as fuck. It's not that well balanced. Like mm. day like the day one, Bakugo and Deku are the best characters. So oh, I so like I, when I first started play. playing, I played Mount Lady with fun. But then when we wanted to win, I had to switch to Bakugo. Is it kind of like? Do you remember that Naruto game? You're not really a Naruto guy, so maybe not. But there was this Naruto game that came out. It was like a 3v3, maybe 4, team game. And I remember you could make your own character and have all different jutsus and stuff. But literally everyone just played as Naruto and spammed Rasengan. And it just worked. No matter what you did. It was just like, well, what's the fucking point then? Is it like that a bit? Um, this... No, like, it, 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 I would say that, yeah, basically, ranged attacks are king. Like, Bakugo has a, basically has a sniper that shoots through obstacles, that's why he's the best. Deku just has a really long version, has a, has a, like, a stronger version of it, but it's not as long range, it just doesn't go through objects. But, like, 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 sniping is king, and that's, and that's how we win, is basically, like, I play Bakugo, and I snipe, is what I do. I get on top of tall buildings, and I watch my teammates, and I snipe for them. While hmm. Stina plays uh, Momo Yayorozu, where she's the support. She puts up shields. She gives us items. And then Ivan Man plays as Froppy, uh, a speed character who also has a revive, a very quick revive power. That's hmm. a lot of fun. And um, and and again, it's just like, you're going to mix and match. Uh, what I like about it, too, is that you can only play one character per team. You can't be a team of Dekus. So, like, that's the I balance like that. right there. Because if, if you were allowed to do that, everyone would be playing. It would be a team that Bakugos and Dekus is all it would be. But basically, you get, like, one Bakugo and one Deku per team, and then you gotta, like, really figure it out. Support is very important. Speed is very important. Is that we're learning? Basically, what we're finding out is that How everyone runs an offensive characters play? Because I'm sure you've tried everyone, right? I really have not. Um, I Basically, I played with Mountain Lady until I realized that Bakugo was the play for me. Mm. And again, it was because it wasn't because he was strong or overpowered. It's because he had that dash. It was so important to be fast and get out of the fucking way. And and, th and then once you start dashing, you, you from dashing, you learn to fly. And then from flying, you learn to snipe. And that's how it fucking works. But, um... Uh, what I was gonna say is, yeah, I'm, I'm a Bakugo main, unfortunately. And, I, and to all the jokes we make on stream is, yeah, big fucking surprise. That's your guy. Mm. Um, I, but I say I play Bakugo out of necessity. Um... But uh, it's funny because uh, Stina is uh, super getting into, uh, because of these streams, is getting into My Hero Academia now. And she says, again, like she was making fun of me for maining Bakugo. She mains Momo and loves Momo in the anime and the manga now because she's getting mm. into it. And, that, and that's a lot of fun. It's watching her and her pure reactions now to the series and realizing what we changed, what we didn't. Just tell me when a uh, gentle criminal gets at it and I'll play with you. Right? I mean, and they seem to have plans. That's my other big issue with this game. Apparently, there was a closed beta. Because, again, I completely ignored this game. Mm -hmm. Apparently, there was a lot of characters in the beta. There was a lot of costumes. This game has, like, three fucking costumes. And the rest is, like, emojis and shit. The gotcha in this game is garbage. And it's expensive, basically. Oh, it's either gotcha. you have to play, You have to play for, like, three months to get All Might, or you have to pay, like, 75 bucks. Ridiculous. It's a free-to-play game. But the gotcha is a fucking scam, and everybody knows it. I wait. So is it for like cards, or is it for characters? It's for characters. It's for characters. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's like like you basically you can you can like you can use your points to unlock like 
two, three characters after that, it's purely gotcha or it's level the fuck up for like three months. It's crazy. It's absolutely wild, but the gameplay is fun. This is a, this game is a casual play with your best mates. Can you be that's villains all, all teamed up with heroes? Yes, you can. Mm, and sure they have special interactions where, 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 where Shiggy and Bakugo are like fighting with each other in the dialogue. It's a very good dub. They had a lot of fun. This, this game's a lot of fun. The problem is that they, it was clearly cheap. Na Bamco Namco thought this game was going to last a week. To this day, it's still one of the most popular um, battle royales on Steam right now. Well, like this, is, this, this game is Gundam. not going away. Let's just hope it does away. better than Gundam does. Oh, it's already doing better. Gundam lasts like two days. <laughs> no, 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 no. It lasts like half a year? A year, maybe? No fucking way. It lasted a month at most. What was it called? It was. I, I even played it. It was Gundam. It was literally just like a. Evolution. It was literally like Overwatch with Gundam. While this is like. It, it, the joke is Fortnite with My Academia, but it's not because it's really different. I Again, think... it's got this trading card level up system that's so cool. Yeah, it came out last year in September, and it's closing down in November, but That's I, sad. I, 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 I really tried to play that game. I could not get into it very I well. reached both try. I, 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 I just forgot, and then, and then like a week later, no one was playing it, so I'm like, yep. oh, okay. Indeed. Okay. It, I want to play Barbatos, but whatever. I know uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's getting a 2v2 3D fighter, which, you know, big surprise. Again, come at me when they do another... Every popular and, fucking shonen anime gets it. I'm waiting for the Chainsaw Man. Fucking... Oh, they're getting a they're getting a freaking um a MOBA. I'm waiting for they're the Chainsaw Man Life Simulator. I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Is it MOBA? What, what's League of Legends? MOBA, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're getting a MOBA where everyone but My Hero Academia is in it, which is so fucking weird. Clearly, it was a licensing issue. What Shonen Jump MOBA? Yeah, they're gonna get Shonen Jump MOBA. Basically, Pokemon Unite, but with Shonen characters. Oh, and I'm God. like, miss me with that. I don't fucking play MOBAs. Sorry, miss me with that shit. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because I might. If it's free to play, you might get one video out of it because um, that's another thing that's happening. If I it's want to a mobile game, MOBA, so yeah, it probably will be yeah. free to play. If if you want to get, if I want to talk about what more product, uh, Ivan Man and I are in the process of trying to resurrect Spicy Boys. If you want to talk about more video projects and old school Joyride, um, we're trying to get the the old gaming channel back up and running, which will be very interesting. I don't know. Um, I, so, I I just saw a Undead Unluck as well on this uh, Shonen Jump MOBA. It doesn't look bad, but it, I'm like. But they're pushing it because the anime just come out. I'll talk about that too. Uh, I haven't watched it fire. yet. Was it good? It was, it was excellent. It, it, it's from the guys who make you. You said this, David Production. When they're not doing JoJo, they're very inspired. Yeah. No. I well, part six was obviously just. Yeah. I I hear that the guy who made or directed part five actually left the company a while ago. Like after part five was made yeah I, I didn't even like part five i only liked part four but um but undead unlock is a lot of fun so um on saturday nights at 8 p.m eastern on the discord server if you're if you donate at least one dollar a month on patreon you get access to this you can come and hang with us we watch anime and we wrapped up the summer season and that's something i want to talk about but in the fall season we added undead unlock to, to the lineup thinking that we'd get like one or two episodes and then we would eliminate it it's everyone's favorite fucking show in the lineup right now, mine included. It's pretty cool. Um, I did not like the first chapter. I thought it was really fucking... Perfect. A lot didn't make sense. It was also really fucking creepy. And David Production seems to understand this and went, Okay, we're going to tone down the creepy elements and we're going to dial down... We're going to up the comedy and we're going to make the production super insane. It's a very fun watch. It's my favorite thing this season. 
Mm. Um, and I think everyone in Joyride also agrees. Um, and, I, anyone who, and all the fans who come and watch with us also agree. It's a lot of fun. I read the first chapter and I just thought the concept was cool, but it, I was also like... Eh, I think the I'll manga does a bad job of it selling its concept. Uh, but, 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 but the anime in motion does a very good job. And again, it, it plays more as a comedy. And everyone was just like l bursting out laughing through that entire first episode. It's also, like, extremely fight-heavy. Like, that's, like, the big fucking thing. I mean, it's a I shonen, find. and, yeah, yeah, that's the part of, of shonen that embraces Oh, yeah, but whenever works. I would look at a chapter of it, it would just be like, okay, they're in, like, a new fight. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't, you don't really get the... You don't feel the comedy trying to cruise. Like, you have to be really into that manga to really see the comedy, where the anime production does a very much better job of communicating that it is a comedy first before it's action. I think a lot of manga nowadays is like, because there are some, uh, like before, like, you know, before I got, I guess, more jaded about stuff. I don't know, I could like look at stuff pretty surface level and see a lot of like the good aspects of it. You know, outside of say art or action or whatever. But with a lot of manga nowadays, it is really hard to just kind of glance through something and be like, yeah, I should check this out rather than just glancing through it and going... Ah, uh, what the fuck is going on? I have no fucking clue. I'm not even gonna bother. Yeah, but um, if, if there is something you want to bother with right now, I think that's the next thing we need to speak about is Kagurabachi. Kagurabachi. So, What's you that? don't know because you're not as terminally online as I have to be for my job. Mm -hmm. But Kagurabachi. So I brought this. I think I, I think one of the last things I brought up on the podcast was when the um synopsis for this came out, and uh, basically it was the most. Bare oh, minimum synopses. Yeah, yeah, the the. We talk about when Shonen, when Shonen is desperate, they go to Revenge Sword uh, manga, and that's what this is at its heart. But my God, it is disciplined. It is very fun. The dialogue is great. The art is immaculate. It's a good ass time. This is a mang. This is a phenomenon that the audience created. I'm so happy. My Hero Academia, I, I've always called it a forged phenomenon. Um, the marketing really pushed for sh uh, Shonen Jump. Shueisha, Toho, they willed that into existence. Kagurabachi, that's for the fans, baby. Um, basically, the haters got online because of the synopsis and started really trash talking. Said, "Oh, this is be garbage. Shonen's wash." Then the first chapter came out and it was emphatically okay. It wasn't the greatest thing ever, but it. it but because people downplayed it and trashed it so hard, everyone's expectations were in the negative. So to get what they got out of it, they were immediately surprised, and suddenly the jokes went from making from making fun of it for being bad. They made fun of it for being the greatest thing ever. They're like, "Wow, one chapter in, it's already the big three. and they just kept show sh and then calling it the savior of Shonen Jump, and they kept pushing the meme so much. It is now on Jump Plus, the second most read manga on the website, second only to One Piece. Which it's is getting a, like, a boost uh, right now because one, it's good right now, and two, because of the live-action Netflix series, it's getting a whole new fan base. Guess yeah, what no, Kagurabachi is uh, also beating right now, though? Jujutsu fucking Kaisen that's also trending, and My Hero Academia that's in the middle of a grand finale, and Boruto that just got fucking marketing for a, um, huge time skip, and Kagurabachi is number fucking two right now in such a competitive market, and it only has four or five chapters out. That is unheard of. This sounds like a Hogwarts Legacy situation. No, this is not a Hogwarts Legacy. No, yes, it is. It's literally the same thing. 
Bunch of people decided to shout on a product because of what it's related to or because it looks pretty fucking generic and everything. And then basically a bunch of people said, oh, I'm going to like this. This was not spiteful. This was, again, as I just described Val. They, they read it and they went, oh, my expectations were so negative. I actually enjoy this. Because it's very good, Val. Val, this like, eh, honestly, I think it's deserved. I yeah. think this series is very fucking good. Oh, no, I just mean um, like when you have a bunch of people who are like, probably more dislikable than they think or at least in the way that they go about these things then a bunch of people are going to get together and like support x product I get. I, th I think I, I think i think hogwarts legacy i think the support that it got was pretty spiteful in in, in reality as we both agreed no it's just a, i think i think that the people who tried to boycott it were pretty just dislikable in the actions that they took to basically shit on people trying to just play a game Again, they took the, again. They had merits problems. They took it too far. I don't think seriously. they had they, any merits. Let's they went on. too fucking far. I mean, uh, we we've already had this discussion. Let's go yeah, go back. Go, go look at the mediocre. episode of the podcast. That's where we had this talk. Okay, but no, Kagurabachi is so different. Val, this was people were so like us. We were so concerned with Shonen Jump. We're like, oh my god, are they never gonna have a hit again? Like we were in a drought. I said Guild was cute, but it was we knew it wasn't last. I, I don't even think that was Shonen very Jump unique, doesn't but it have wasn't any hits last. anymore. I just think that all the things that are hits, we just aren't like. There's Dandadan or what? Dandadan, or whatever. That's like doing really fucking well. Uh, Wait, no. But what I mean by hit is something that isn't just universally loved anymore. That's oh, what I mean. oh, okay. You mean like a, a like fucking, we're like we're like like, we're, like like since the last JJK. Hmm. Because JJK's uh, everyone's love because the anime is doing I, very good lip service. Now. I've been watching that anime. I have been unimpressed. Like I have not caught up to the last two episodes that have come up. I've seen the meme with fucking big blonde daddy man, like you know, looking around <laughs> like the love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I, I love that guy too. I remember when I watched the original anime. I was like, oh, this guy is like the first legitimately cool character in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. Season two hasn't been hitting that hard for me. I'm, I'm still. Season two it. has been a disappointment. Given the hype that was going into it, it's been a massive disappointment. Yeah, but it's been like, solid. But it's been solid. My friend, uh, I'm having a good time watching it. My friend was explaining to me the other week because I was like, kind of lamenting that. Oh yeah, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen has. It's the same thing as season one. It's just okay, and I don't get why it's like one of the big ones. And he was being like, well. A massive appeal to it is for people who like battle mechanics in their manga, basically, because it, yeah, they, you know, true. They will. JJK is like the last pure shonen. That's it, what it really is. We've discussed this before. It's it's the last pure one. Mm. Like it's it's the last old fashioned one. We're never there's never gonna be something like this again because now shonen's trying to chase certain trends. And because Kagurabachi is just, it's just a sword revenge. Like, it's, it, it's, it's their break glass in case of emergency. Oh, wow. We don't have a universal hit anymore. Um, we need to at least get the Japanese market bare minimum and then cross our fingers that even though we don't take the U.S. market seriously, maybe we get someone to bite. And so Kagurabachi is born. And not only does the U.S. market bite, they fucking, they fucking deep throat it, dude. Because, again, because it got, it became a meme. And, 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 and when you meme it like that, you increase its, um, ex exposure. You increase the likelihood that people will read it, and when they do read it, they go, Oh, this is actually quite enjoyable, and so they stay. And that's why it's number two on Jump right now. Mm. Um, I, there will definitely be a drop, there will absolutely be a drop-off. Hey, this thing can still die in 18 chapters if it really fucks it up. The problem is, is that it really doesn't, and this is where I really want you to read it, Val. Mm. And I want you to tell me. Does this remind you of Arakawa? 
Hiromi for, for, from Full Metal Alchemist. Does the, a lot of this not remind you of her style? Hmm. Because a lot of people make these jokes about the bleach um, comparisons, but for me, it really feels like Full Metal Alchemist stylistically. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. First chapter, I'm looking. I... Go deeper. You you can't just skim it. You need to go deeper and then tell me. Oh, like overall. This is homework. A, I, as a product. This is homework. Stylistically, in the in the dialogue, in the character designs. Again, you need to meet the women. Um, you you got to go deeper. I. So th this is nothing you can tell me right now. Okay, so okay. I, I'll I'll give it a read. Okay, it's five chapters. I can read through. That. It's a worth it's worthwhile. If you've been reading Icehead Gill and shit, you can read this. Yeah. And enjoy yourself. Actually, I, um, I have this, not been. This, I, have not, I, have, I actually power. only caught up with Icehead Gill today because I've been. Yeah, because so you want to talk. Because like, it's clearly ending. I have not been reading manga except for One Piece and uh, fucking My Hero Academia. I'm not gonna lie to you, Ivan. I actually forgot about Chainsaw Man for a bit. It has been. And you are and you are welcome to it because it has been very slow. It has been. Um, but, no, but I, as of I, this I think week, until, as until of, this new chapter. I think it's yeah. been bad. No, 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 no. And I, I honestly, I don't, I, I do not think that way, but I would agree with you for feeling that way based on your expectations for the series. I am actually I think really if you have certain, if you have very certain expectations for Chainsaw Man, I said this, that's what we discussed the last time we had this podcast. And now that these past two months and really looking at the series, I fully agree with you, Val. I, I want this to be the more introspective Chainsaw Man. And I'm getting what I want, but from a more general... It, it, this is not a Chainsaw Man for everybody. No. And the problem is that the last Chainsaw Man was for everybody. And if we're going... If we're basing it still on that quality, this has been a massive fucking disappointment. I, I, I actually just feel like it, like Fujimoto's right. It is worse to be honest yes yes no yeah he warned us it was gonna be worse and yeah and i've always and i've always held him to that that mm -hmm. i agree this is definitely worse i i fully it's worse than part one um I, I, but I, there's a lot of things that i like and i think on a re and no, I yeah, no, I, i'm not i'm not I'll have a i just time. think this stage of it i don't think he actually has really known what he's doing to be honest i think he knows what he's doing i just think the fucking pacing is awful May maybe like once again, I'm just reacting to what I've been seeing. Like I caught up to it, and I was and like, and even the oh. pop off is very jarring. This is chapter 146 we're talking about. Yeah, this is supposed Suddenly, to be the pop off. Oh, we have been in the pop off for, for about three now, weeks. Two months ago, you asked for all of this. How do you fucking feel? Uh, it's disappointing. I actually don't yeah, even care. It, about, it's I, weird. I don't even care about these returning characters. In fact, I think the returning characters are really fucking unnecessary. Yes. This feels like a this feels like a concession. This it feels like no, it feels like he's legitimately like looked back and gone, Oh man, I've been playing with my dick for a while, haven't I? And I need to like yeah. do something to get the fucking audience to like be back. And it's like I, th no, boom, I generally think the, boom, I think the editor Quan told Shi. him this. I don't give a fuck that Quan Shi is there. I don't give a fuck that Katana Man's back. I thought this motherfucker, this new guy was Katana Man. But no, he's just like another Katana Man, I guess. Yeah, and I like how they had that moment. It's funny, but again, it's like we've discussed this where we knew the editors were going to have to intervene sometime. Right? This feels like editor moves. Like, hey, you got to start doing something. 
You gotta tell us about the end game because everyone's fucking. It feels like right this now. is the first time. Everyone's the getting bored. Had, it feels like this is the first time the editors actually had to be like, okay, okay, I need to fucking do something with you. You're making me actually do my fucking job, Fujimoto. All I know is that Oda's editor right now from One Piece is like, how did you do it? How were you able to communicate with him? <laughs> yeah. That, but um, and, and then and then Fuji does his internet meme thing where he gets his one image where you see Katana Man seal the chainsaw man and go. Chainsaw Man! It's like, yeah. okay, you got your one meme image, and it's like, ooh, we've got a formula right here, and it's not working. I, I, the only thing I'm actually interested in now is that people have been turned into fucking Chainsaw Man people. Well, again, we're seeing the, 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 the is, semblance this, of an endgame right now. This is the true pop-off. The pop-off that has been going on for the last three or so weeks... That you've been blue-balled for months. Really fucking meh. And yeah, and it's, like, and it's not even that big a revelation because it's nothing we didn't already know. Because like, okay, the 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 uh, the, 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 the harbinger of terror—it's death. And we're like, yeah, we fucking knew. Yeah. Because you showed the other horsemen, we knew this was coming. This isn't a big fucking surprise. I'm very mad on this I too. I still think Fami is really like Fami's not even around. Families in combat. Fa and I Fa think it's Fami funny, fucking but it, but now all. it's just getting very frustrating storytelling wise. It is. I it's it's. I don't care what these fuckers are doing. I think I want Arsa, and it's like I I've, I've had this complaint about Asa for a while. My girlfriend's been all like, Val, like you do know that women are like really easy to hate in media and everything. I'm like, ah, uh, probably, yeah, I could kind of understand that. But with Asa, I'm just like. Legitimately, like, no, I'm just disappointed in the fucking progress in, the, in her character. It's not Asa's Ever fault, it's Fujimoto's fault. He fucking, he fucking fumbled her because she was really interesting. And then he went, yeah, now I'm going to fast forward all of her fucking progress. And it's like, no! He off he, she took a fucking note from Blackbeard and it's like, I'm going to off screen all of my fucking progression. Oh no, it's just that, yeah, I'm turning things into weapons and then putting you in charge, War Devil. It's like... I thought there would be more of a thing where it's like, no, you can't let the fucking war devil do that shit because they never really made they never really made peace together in a um in a fluid natural way. No, it, again, it was it was off screen. Suddenly they were they're cooperating now. Yeah, and it's like that was my favorite thing about Chainsaw Man Part Two was the dynamic between Asa and Yoru. It was literally, and you just gave up on it. And again, this feels like a bad editor move. I feel like. He, they, 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 they took all their frustrations out on the pacing on Asa, and I'm like, bro, that was the part that was working. It was, yeah, but then obviously they couldn't fucking keep it going. Like, yeah, and it, it, it said this is a this is a mess, and this is kind of disappointing. Like, like again, once it's all done and you can read it in one lump sum, it'll be better. But as a weekly manga. Oh, like believe not, me, people. At some it's point, it's a nightmare to read weekly. At some point, Fujimoto might like bring it back around. I, I, I'll admit, at this point, I'm having that. Well, I think he will. I think he will. I think he. I think he. He has the ending planned. I just think he doesn't have the middle planned because he even admits in, in interviews that he just works on a fucking whim. The ending's planned, but how he gets to that point is gonna be fucking law random till the very fucking end. It's. It's just. I. I kind of want this to be the last part, of Chainsaw Man. Like maybe make this. Yeah, like, I yeah I agree. I want I don't want a part three. I want Fujimoto to go do something fucking new because um, yeah I I don't want this. I we're this is what happens when Fujimoto's out in the open for too long. This is why he's the one shot guy. Mm. Because if you let this guy out in the open for too long, he starts spinning his wheels. You can only do so many donuts at the parking lot 
before the fucking screeching gets on people's nerves. Like, even, even Fire Punch at one point when I was reading it, I was like, I still like this, but he's really teetering on fucking disinterest now, and it's a good thing he ended that where he did 80 fucking chapters in, because it, it, it still remains in my mind as an interesting story, but I can see how he had to, like, make improvements, and where Chainsaw Man is just overtly the better fucking story. But, look, there is a very high chance that me and Ivan in, like, three to four weeks' time will be like, we'll change our tune. We did the same thing with My Hero Academia. We were dogging. We were dogging on Because we're, we're going to hit something that he actually planned for. This thing that he does where he tries to surprise himself in order to surprise the audience, that's a gambit. But here's that the thing. happened. It, that worked for Chainsaw. It worked for Chainsaw Man, part one. It's been happening for a while, But right now, while, we're though. seeing the faults in that strategy in this part. He's he's missing more than he's hitting now, I'm and just we're saying, getting though, frustrated. Remember, don't come to school. Yeah, again, don't again, come to school that was the you, same thing. Where, you can the, tell that was you could tell that was one of his random thoughts, and that's when that hits. Mm. But then it, it became but, like. But it didn't go like, anywhere. But then it didn't go anywhere. No, it didn't because like. Because again, because he did not he did not plan for it. The best thing that's happened in Chainsaw Man Part Two, besides the very beginning of it, is probably the aquarium. After the aquarium, I, I have. Been I would say I I, th I think Falling lost. Devil. I think Falling Devil was also a planned. Moment. I don't. Like, I don't think Falling sometime, Devil. Sometimes, somewhere tier. in his notes, he had Falling Devil, and then he got there. Falling and Devil, that was the last interesting thing to happen. Falling Devil was good, but I don't think it was top tier. Aquarium, in my opinion, is still top tier. Of like, I like Aquarium, but I'm just saying man. that I, for me, I'm talking about like a full cohesive picture. Like even the art, the fucking, the visuals of the world just. Falling into that black inky void of the sky was just like fucking crazy. Mm. That shit was blew cool. my mind. And also chainsaw motorcycle, a random thought. Um, that worked. I'm probably um, still salty falling because devil if gave you remember, him room I, for his random thoughts to work out. I might still be salty because if you remember, like I got fucking spoiled on Twitter because someone wanted to chase clout and post like you know. The very you see you you see you bitch about this, but thing. this is literally every manga fandom. It's just the fact that your computer hears you talk about Chainsaw Man on this podcast every week and pushes that shit and out. It, it, it makes those cute like you know classic computer like noise where it goes. I'm fucking scared, Val. But I mean, I've already mentioned this before. But I was recording with someone the other day, and we were talking about Skechers, yeah. and then fucking Skechers started trending on my fucking Twitter. Oh, dude, that's been happening for fucking. I hate. I fucking that's, hate the world we live in right now. That's fucking bullshit. Hey, this is going off topic, and like, isn't it? So, we all know about Justin Roiland, by the way. Going on a tangent yes. here, moving off, moving off topic. Chainsaw Man is like pretty mid right now. I still fucking love Fujimoto, but god damn it, it, it it's been hard. It has been a hard few months for me. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, did it, so you know that game he made, or with the the, the 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 company where it's like the whole thing was just Justin Roiland is a gun. Yes. Yeah. They, like, modded him or updated him out of the game. I mean, they did that to fucking uh, Peter Dinklage in Destiny. Like, when someone's contract expires or they're fucking done with you in his case. I... Uh, yeah, they just do without him. But yeah, but considering that that whole... As you described that concept of the game, it's Justin Roiland is your gun. And now that's not there anymore? What the fuck do you have? Yeah, but I'm like, I don't like this. I, I understand why they would remove him from the game, but I'm also like, should you? They, 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 basically what happened to Val is they crunched the numbers. They went, okay, will we ever sell another copy of this game? Probably if not. If Justin Roiland is still the fucking gun. And they, they, and they ran through every fucking artificial intelligence, 
fucking projection and they decided it was better in their best interest to hire a new actor DLC, DLC him in and move on with their lives. I know, but it's weird because they've just wholesale replaced it and then even been like, oh, we replaced that character because of the actions of the actor, basically. But, but like, you know, oh, the character did it. And I'm just like, this is a fucking weird time we live in. And like, oh, ima sure, like sure imagine is. if, like, one day it's like, you know, we get Seven again, but it's not like a remake of Seven. It's just the movie Seven. But they've used Deepfake to make it not Kevin Spacey. Val, don't even like stop because you do this with My Hero Academia, and you're gonna you're gonna just call exactly what's gonna fucking happen because you know you you're you're perfectly fucking correct. That will fucking happen. It's 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 fucking weird though. And it's like yes, are you justified to do so? Yes. It's I the, don't. Can you? It's a can you, but should you? Yeah, no, that's literally what it is. I don't even know. Maybe it's, it's like justified. You, like I get again, it. Again, my my approach to those things are I, I, again. Someone already demonstrated how to do this appro appropriately, and it's Warner Brothers. Where, yeah, we fucking did this. We were fucking idiots. It was a different time, and we're not gonna erase that history because if we if we if we if we erase it, you're just gonna fucking repeat it. Like, you gotta accept that this person fucking existed, and we hired him, so you understand why this motherfucker did what he fucking did. Because there was a time where he was in every, in Justin Rowland's case, he was in every fucking animation, every fucking game. Yeah. You 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 cannot erase this man's history. Because then you're never going to understand why he was it's, able to get away with what he fucking did. It's one thing to change the voice of Rick and Morty. That's whatever. But to actively update a product so that that person no longer exists within a product where the marketing is fucking everywhere? No, and, and again, he deserves it, but it, but it's a can and a should. Because it's like, okay, yeah, fuck choice, Justin Roiland. But now you're going to reach a point because... We are about to enter a fucking crazy age of disinformation. Right? And if you if you erase the man completely, the man's gonna show up again. Cause no one's gonna remember who the fuck he was. It's just- They're not gonna remember who the fuck he was, and then he gets the fucking repeat. I won't lie to you, Ivan. I've been on a down- Like, I've been thinking, like, are we in the bad timeline? Oh, absolutely, but I'm not gonna say why, cause that's a whole nother discussion. Um, that gets way too deeply political. Yeah, um, I guess. But, but, but yeah, but no, but I, it's a very, it's a very fascinating thing that you brought. I, I think that's a really cool thing to talk about is just DLC, anti-controversy DLC. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I understand, I, like, again, like, yeah, this we, is a we, we just like, say, say you're mid-production, you're mid production we or get the game why. just came out. We both Fine. get why he is, like, a controversial person at this point. Because there was the whole thing about his wife, which I know he got cleared for that, but then there was the text between, like, my, him and minors and stuff. But it's because you just, gotta remember, it, when one thing comes out, it means there's a million other things that have not, like, surfaced. Like, probably. that's why that shit happens. But it's still, and again, Statistically, we we've learned. We, we here at Joyride understand, but we just think it's kind of fucking weird as well. Well, to, I said, you, you've heard my stance on it. It's like, I don't like, er I don't like erasing these people. Because you forget what the fuck they did. Because yeah. that gives and that gives them the balls to start over. And it's like, you can start over if you're fucking apologetic and you fucking work on it. Mm -hmm. But these fuckers never fucking do. That's the reason they get in trouble. They dig in their heels, they double down, and they keep doing more stuff. And when and and, and the best thing that can ever happen, the best thing you can do to these people, is make people forget what they fuck who they were and what they do. Because they'll start over again. It's, it's fucking it's, crazy. I, I don't think it's just that, though. I think it's because I have... Even if I don't like someone, 
I will still acknowledge the objective facts of other things they have done and then be like, they were good in that. The Kevin Spacey of art and artists. is good in Seven. Kevin Spacey yeah, yeah. is a, good in most films. It's a separation of art and artist, in. and yes, yeah. that's perfectly viable too. Yeah, which but, is which, which is part of the reason where I'm just like, if you want to, if this is like a thing that's in mid-production or it like just came out like a couple days ago, yeah, that's fair. And that's gonna hurt, and that's and that man is now a threat to your marketing. You're completely justified to do so because that's a breach of contract. But a year into uh, you, a game you being released, you can't fucking ruin it for the fucking company. But a year into a game being released, it's there. We all saw the. It feels like it's longer than a year though. Yeah. I, and and then, and then again, the longer it goes, the weirder it gets. Like, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's just. But you're but you're so right, Val, that there is going to be a future where they're gonna re-release all these movies, and these guys are gonna be deep deep faked out. And it's gonna be so weird. And especially bit. if you believe in the art, um, the, the separation of art and artist, where, despite what a terrible person Kevin Spacey is, you do got to acknowledge that. He may, he's a big part of the reason why Seven works. Mm hmm. And it's, especially in the case of that Justin Roiland is a gun, of course, Justin Roiland with a gun works because the whole concept was Justin Roiland with a gun. That's why you no, sold Justin it. No, Justin Roiland is a gun. Yeah, is, is a gun. And that's the point. Yes, you, yeah, again, what a very perfect example. It's like, that's the kind of, you gotta make your bet on that one, guys. You kind of sold it on him. Yeah. You kind of have to let that one go, and like, yeah, you, you, you bet on the wrong horse. Fucking start over again. Um, maybe make a better concept next time and don't ride it all on one actor. Because mm. again, cause, cause again um, take out the uh, controversial figures. I brought up Peter Dinklage, where his contract just got really muddy and weird. He didn't do anything wrong. It was just he became too expensive for Destiny to keep around. And and they they sold that game, because that was at the height of Game of Thrones and the height mm -hmm. of Pete, Pete, Pete Mania. And they're like, this game has Peter Dinklage as your fucking computer, and that's super cool. And they sold they sold that game to the normies on that concept. And then randomly one day, he's gone. <laughs> and it's like weird. Weird. And, and suddenly the game doesn't feel the same anymore. Because yeah, I remember playing that game. I used to be super into Destiny. And I remember when he was gone, I'm like, this game doesn't feel the same anymore. <laughs> Where's my dink? Where's the dink? Where's the dink? The dink disappeared dink when we needed him most. It's like D the scene dink from Avatar. But, but then, when we needed the dink most, he vanished. Right? <laughs> uh, let's oh. talk about My Hero Academia. And all I was going to say, I think before we go, we should bring it up because... Are we, are, we just I mean, say, are we just saying One Piece is hype right now? Go check it out because everyone's fucking... That's all you got like, to say. I will say this. Otherwise... As far as I can tell, people are watching the live-action One Piece looking at the anime of One Piece, and for the most part going, yo, the anime fucking slaps, the live action fucking sucks comparatively. That's a shame, because I think the I think the live action is quite... I, th I think... It's, it, an, it's, it's I, a Hollywood-fied adaptation. It's what it is. It's yeah, what it is. It and if is. you accept it like that, it's a fun, fun time. But the anime fucking slaps. Oh, when of it's course not, when, it when it's not in They are, by the way... Funimation, or should I say Crunchyroll, because Funimation doesn't exist anymore. I was watching old anime like I usually fucking do, Ivan. I was watching like the 2000. You're so cool. I was watching the 2003 Gosh, Fullmetal so cool. Alchemist dick. on. Um, don't you hate that like shit like Fullmetal Alchemist is now classic because they're 20 years old? I mean, I was just thinking about that with video games the other day. Someone made a joke that the PS3 is now older than, like, the NES was when yeah. it was released. My friend was uh, doing <laughs> guitar lessons, and he was talking to some kid, like, 
during Guitar Lessons, and they were like, oh, what games do you play? Or what games did you play with your friends when you were younger? And he just listed some off, like Call of Duty, and he was like, I played oh, yeah, TV that, Tag, and I, I had a stick in the wheel. That game came out when I, w when I was born, and he was like, what? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Which Call of Duty? He's like, yeah, like Call of Duty fucking 3, or uh, Modern Warfare, like the first Modern Warfare. Fuck and the kid's just like, I was born when that game came out. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I like. I generally don't understand how people still enjoy Call of Duty. If, uh, if, I don't. I don't know. Actually, I've been playing Gears. Did, of War. did, did so many old guys like me just like never get out of it? Because I, I just talked about how I got burned out on FPSs. It was because mm. of Call of Duty. When I've been seeing uh, my I was like, I was one of the best during Call. Was it Call of Duty uh, Black Ops? Mm -hmm. I was literally me and my roommate in college were like the best domination players in the world. Uh, when that game was out, like that's oh not even yeah, a joke. you met. If you, you look, if you look up the stats, you'll see Leroy Jindary there. Yeah, um, you we mentioned were the best actually, players in the yeah. world. Um, um, and this was like right in the cusp of um, fucking um, professional gaming. Like if we were just like a year or two older or later, I, I could have been living a whole different life. But um, yeah, I got burned on FPS, and I generally I see like there's like I just saw it trending on Twitter because the you know the algorithm is listening to us record in our private studio. Um, there's a Call of Duty beta out right now for a new game. And I'm just like, people still play, like, did people just never get out of it? Because I don't understand how these fucking kids like it. I mean, I, because Fortnite I have been is playing so, I don't like Fortnite, but I know it's a evolution of the concept. And the time that I've spent with my friend lately, like, every now and then I see friends and shit, uh, I've been playing Gears of War with them. I've been, like, going back to the PS3 and Xbox 360 and, uh, playing old shooters and having a blast with them because those are games that I only played very sparingly. It's the same thing when new AAA open world game comes out. I usually ignore those games because a lot of the companies and whatnot just do not appeal to me anymore. And, uh, I'll play one of them. <coughs> Pardon me. And I will have, like, a blast because I am just not used to those kinds of games and it's just a new experience for me. So... I don't know why people- I, I agree with you. I don't know why people stick with Call of Duty like they've been playing it since 3 and buying every, like, release after Again, that. I think some guys are just like, they've invested so much of their lives into it now, they just can't get out. Like, I got out while the Like you and a bridging. <laughs> okay, don't even- Don't even put me on the spotlight like that. Come on now. <laughs> At least I'm getting paid for that. Um... But yeah, let's go back to My Hero Academia before we have to run uh, yes. here. And, um, the, the All Might almost gets fucking, like, bisected. What, what, what is, what's funny what to mention is up until this point, like, we've been off for two months. It's literally only been this All Might fight. Yeah. For two yeah. months. True. But in, but now it's about to end. And as we said, right before we start recording, you said, did you really think All Might was going to die? And I said, fuck no. I was, no I was ready way. for, I was ready for it, and I literally, like, then I saw him lift him up, and <laughs> about to tear him in half, and I just went, oh no, not like that. There was no way they were gonna allow that to happen. I, I thought they did it, when, when they had, like, I don't know what the fucking big kanjis are saying half the time, I thought that Sam was, like, ripping or something, and Deku just witnessed All Might's body be, Torn asunder and he, you tossed couldn't do down it. This game's this, this game. This manga's for babies. You can't do that. Like it's, it's not allowed. What, it's what it fucking felt like. And I would have been like, do we just not get to see All Might's body? Horikoshi's yeah. not gay, gay. He does not torture his audience for fun. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, true, true. Like Horikoshi's I, lawful good, and that you just gotta accept it. Jujutsu Kaisen fans reading the manga, including my friends. I check it out. I, I, I I'm glad JJK fans have the sense of humor that they do. Because that's unfair. The power that Gage has over them is very unfair. I know that as someone 
again, an abridged series guy who loved to torture his audience for a couple um, episodes there. I, uh, that's a very un- unfair uh, power stru- struggle that he has with his audience. And the fact <laughs> that they just, like, they call... Um, I think they literally tried to call a terrorist organization on him. And he just rolled that off, like, for fun. Like, again, it, it wasn't because they were being mean or asshole about it. They're just like... Yeah, gay gay, you killed the guy that you killed Gojo. We're gonna call um ISIS on you. And he's like, oh you guys. <laughs> and everyone just in on the joke. And it's just like, what a fun time. What a fun uh, time. Whereas you have Horikoshi, and we all just kind of bitch and moan because it's a manga made for babies, and we try to pretend it's supposed to be for us. And and we, I mean, cry, we cry when it's not. I'm happy that I got a glimpse of my man gentle. That's all I fucking need half the time, and I'm like satisfied. That's, that's what gets while. me through the week, too, baby. He yeah. still looks at gentle. Gentle was gonna go help all my motherfucker said, I'll do it. I'll take the bullet. <laughs> Get down, Mr. Nah. President. <laughs> Gentle said, I'll, fu- I'll I'll take down all for one. This is my story, Deku. And he could have. He could have done it. He could have done it if Horikoshi had balls. <laughs> this No, it's, it's just Gentle writing in his memoirs. This is how I became. It would have been unfair, though. You know, I, 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 Actually, I have to commend Horikoshi for the discipline because my man can only carry so many Ws. And that, Labrava, is how I became my hero academia. Hero academia. <laughs> <sighs> Plays a CSI Miami theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's um the chapters have looked great and also I actually really like um I forgot all about Night Eye to be honest. Oh, we all did. The dude, the man's appearance is so brief. That's what Cena's learning right now is wow, this guy is his overall footprint is so minor. It really in a series is. that is afraid to kill guys. So when you do kill them off, uh yeah, you really do forget about them. Right? I mean, like look at Blackbeard and Ace and One. Which piece. is which is is, it, is that not supposed to be like against the point do we not still remember ace thousands of chapters after his death yeah considering but, but, the footprint that, but, that but he had in the overall story is also quite minor like like you said though that is because like one piece is so like no i'm not going to kill them like you got people like pell who get blown yeah up with so like it really fucking, fucking matters but, but, but my hero game is another example of i refuse to kill but again i also refuse to have any consequences it's yeah. just limbs in the absence of consequences i mean i would say what was it? I saw something the other day and it's like, oh man, like Eraserhead got done doing it. Yeah, we all know Eraserhead got done to, you know, world where they'll supply the fucking Okinawan fucking bunny girl or something with like, you know, top of the line robot. I mean, he got arms. a foot too. He got a he got a cute little robot foot he, too he, and he, an he, eye patch. He he got like he got some shit that my that my amputee friend has. That's what yeah, he got. Eraser's just a dark, grittier take on My Academia. That's why he's the best. <laughs> More realistic it's... take on My Academia. But I, I have whereas, to... Whereas, uh, yeah, Mirko has, like, all... She's literally just a head on a fucking uh, microwave. I uh, have... on, a, on a blender. I cannot deny, though, that just seeing fucking All Might be like, Huh? Young... Bakugo is like so it, it yeah really we've just like completely buried the lead there Bakugo's back but big fucking surprise yeah he was never dead he's been gone for like five months half a year just maybe. in time for another popularity pull to open up by the way uh, my man my man Hori knows like I love how Bakugo looks just being like Will like I, I, I wish they put a F in there a fucking in there <laughs> Will fucking Bakugo back this. by necessity Bakugo does not cuss though even though he should. He cusses at the anime. Yeah, he just says shit, though. And maybe bastard. That's like... That's like the typical ones, isn't it? You never just get it. He, he only swears if it's in the Bible. I agree. Like, in that, I think... Did they have the F-bomb in Chainsaw Man, the anime? I think they did, didn't they? 
I'm, oh, they absolutely did because I talked about how when people were bitching about the localization in the, in the, in the adaptation and I agreed that actually that translation for the future double was awesome. Because mm -hmm. in, in the original, I think he just says like Aki's future is sad or interesting. And then in the uh, anime, he goes, your future fucking rocks. And I thought that was a sick ass line. I mm -hmm. thought that was fucking funny. Yeah. I agree. I, th I think that was an improvement, and I think Fujimoto would agree. I don't want Effin and Jeffin everything, even though I am guilty of being Effin and Jeffin. What's the Jeff slur? No, no, Jeff. Jeff is the slur. No, you know, yeah, you just go. Hey, 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 hey what's with all the Effin and Jeffin? Okay, I'm like, what's a Jeff word? <laughs> the F word and the Jeff word. Uh, it, it, well, it's worse than the N word. It's worse than the C word. You know, don't. That's that's Damn. not the end of the Jeff word. You know, it's 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 fucking bad. Yeah, you're bad. right. Yeah. Well, we better get out of here before we do say the Jeff. Uh, uh, is there any final thoughts other than, um, I, I think the pacing here is a lot better. I, I, Bakugo's back. Also, they, that, that butterfly flapping wings. Bakugo literally caught All Might because the because people farted when they prayed enough. There was enough wind. People created enough farts in the atmosphere to propel Bakugo to catch All Might just a hair second more than all for one and and. Fujimoto also reused the exact same picture of like the above where you see all the people and their wishes. I get. <laughs> I've seen fucking a uh, uh, Gran Torino. They're just like. <clears throat> He did. He was reusing assets. He, but he, hey, that's. He, I think that's economical. I think that's smart. He's trying to like squeeze that last bit of piss through his catheter and everything. He's just. That's why like, he has to take a whole month off. I he's love doing this shit by himself. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was a good chapter, but I, I am legitimately like, man, I thought you had the stones to rip him in half and just. He never did. That wasn't even on the ass. table. Ah, uh, like, I, 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 I understand though because obviously. Uh, it's not a limb, this, it's his this, intestines. It's this a different chapter thing. is bigger than we than we actually think, though. Because it's really about how Bakugo, mainly, I guess you could say Deku, have literally altered the course of the future. Because I'm pretty sure the big yes. thing with Night Eye is that, no, he's like 100% yes. right. But then again, didn't Night Eye also... Didn't Night Eye's prediction also get proven wrong in the Precepts of Death arc? Yes, yes, it did. That's where they first proved that, and they proved it again here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess... And then they did that move that they did in Heroes Rising, and it's like, wow, that would have been so cool if I didn't see it already in Heroes Rising. You know what, then? I'm going to say... I'm going to take away points, then, because if they didn't do it in the Precepts of Death arc already, and and by... If, if they didn't prove his predictions wrong in Precepts of Death, this would have hit a lot harder, then. Because I mean, it would have been a hell of a callback for sure. Yeah, I think it would have been more powerful. If but it's but like, here's oh. the thing, though. Now, now I ask you this question: What the fuck would the eight precepts arc like amount to if they didn't do it there? What would have been the theming? What would have been the purpose of that arc, uh, other than to introduce Aerie as the fucking reset button? I, I the only thing like, I, can I, really I like, say, like, like fuck, fuck. That's like, another like, fucking like, question. Where's Aerie gonna come into this? Is she gonna, at like, the drop very in? end, we've already discussed this. They're gonna get a big long single file line. And she's gonna undo everyone's power, except she'll do it on screen unlike Korra did in Avatar. Oh, she's just gonna take away everyone's power in the world and be like, the world is too. No, not take away, but give give everything they they had taken from them back. You know, mostly limbs. The most I could probably say about Eight Precepts of Death is that, like, I mean, it, it's probably been proven half a million times by that point already. The most I could say is like, Deku, you can't fucking save everyone. Yeah. Like, you know, there, there are going to be, like, sacrifices and people you legitimately care about and love who get lost. I mean, that, I guess that's the point with Night Eye. And uh, yeah, again, that, that this all happened in that arc. Yeah, but... Because, like, let's be honest, our man Horikoshi didn't think he was getting this far. 
Uh, That's the reason why this, why this finale is now entering over a year now. I think we're like a year and a half since he announced that this was going to be over. Uh, I feel like... I, I mean, sorry, we're, we, we are a year and a half into the point where he projected it would be over. So, like, we're like two years, two and a half years since the point he said it was ending. Mm. And ending soon. I mean... This man, yeah, this man has been, this man goes into the jump offices every week with his pen and goes, you're not kicking me out yet? This isn't over? I thought you guys would just kick me out. I am. Please put uh, me out of my misery. What are you thinking? When, when are you projecting? Because I, I think he is like determined to end this before the well, year is over. Well, I said spring. I, I thought it was going to be over. Oh, because when he said, projected it, it was going to be done by Christmas last year. I said, no, it'll be done during the spring of this year. It is now October. So I'm going to lose more money and say spring next year. Like I, I just want to say the spring next but year. But like, like I, all, like all Shonen Jump Ivan. though, Val. This could end. This is, my hero game could literally end in two more chapters if it wanted to. Maybe. I still swear by that. That if it wants to end in two chapters, it can. I'm just gonna say they end. They literally made the corn maze a single chapter issue. Like they Man, ended that, that wasn't in a even single a whole chapter. That was a couple panels, and God, it was glorious, wasn't it? <laughs> like that. It just felt affirming. The corn maze amounted to nothing except for maybe. It felt I guess like it felt like a reference. It didn't. It felt like an Easter egg at this point. The corn maze. It made the hardcore fans like us just feel a little special. You know, Ivan. I think that's because um, we remembered it. I legitimately. I. I'm pretty sure, Ivan, that my hero. I might be wrong here. I think Vigilantes was still going when the corn maze was first revealed. No, it was not. No, it was not. No, 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 no. Are no, we a no. year into since Vigilantes ended? Vigilantes ended quite a while ago. I think we're in about a year. And since speaking Vigilantes of long ended. finales. Yeah, May twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, is when the when uh, Vigilantes ended. So maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm probably wrong there. You're definitely wrong. We've been doing this it's for okay. so long, though. We're literally on 70... This is like the 72nd episode, I think. We've been... we If we didn't take so many breaks, we'd be well over 100 episodes we, by now. Probably. Fuck, man. We've been doing this for ages. Like, some, some of the stuff really does blur together for me. Especially when My Hero Academia is involved for me. That's why... That's why we have you. For me, it's One Piece, though. I will help you with One Piece and remembering everything. Speaking of yeah, which, we'll talk. We'll we'll talk that. about that next week because it, it's on break this week anyway. Yeah, it's which, definitely worth talking about, but when we have more time to discuss it, you know. Yeah, it, it 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 once again went into like you know the darkest shit it could. Well, it finally got to like uh, I mean we're uh, look we're having to talk now, but like we're finally getting one of those you know patented you know super sad flashbacks. Yeah. Which we will discuss next week. We will flash forward to next week and discuss the flashback. How's that <laughs> sound, folks? Sounds good. Oh, uh, but yeah, wow. I was so concerned about this episode. I'm like, wow, it's been a while. Do we do we still got it? Do we still got the magic, Val? Of course we do. We always do. Always confirmed. But anyways, guys, thank you for joining us if you haven't abandoned us. We'll catch you guys again next week. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Lackadaisy, Gunbuster, Death Battle, and more. Audio engineering by Stina Carey. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. 
Keep the conversation going by visiting Joyride's public Discord server, where you can discuss this week's topics and more. Patreon donors also get access to our weekly anime watch club with cast and crew. Links provided in the description. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.